Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. Leon Russell led a group into a small Tulsa nightclub one Saturday night and found three brothers performing. He came back the next week to be sure of what he saw. This chance meeting with Leon was the kickstart the Wilson Brothers Band, later to be known as the Gap Band, needed. Stand by for the story. Tulsa Pentecostal pastor Oscar and Sunday church pianist and music teacher Irma Wilson had four very musically gifted children. Oldest Ronnie, daughter Loretta, sons Charlie and Robert. Mother Irma was their music teacher, director, and musical inspiration. She taught all of her children to play the piano and horned instruments. She and their father demanded that they practice at home. The children grew up performing before their father's Sunday sermon at church. Charlie came to his mother one day telling her that he wanted to play the horn just like his older brother Ronnie. She said to Charlie, go get the horn. He came back with it. She took it and told him to hold it like that and put your lips to it like this. And she began to play, much to Charlie's amazement. He didn't know that at her high school in Ada, Oklahoma, his mother was the first chair trumpet player. She taught Charlie how to blow the horn. She she forbade her children to listen to secular music on the radio, nor could they play any non-church music anywhere within earshot of her. But music ran deep within her children. Loretta and Charlie realized they were both standout singers. For a short time, while Loretta and Charlie were both attending Carver Junior High in Tulsa, they would perform together as a duet at school functions and entered any local talent contest they could find with much success. Older brother Ronnie had his own music crew called Creative Sound. After Loretta headed off to Booker T. Washington High School, Charlie started his first band named after their junior high school, the Carver GTs. Later, they changed the band's name to the Spinatas. The band saw Charlie on trumpet along with a trombonist, a guitarist, a bass player, and a drummer. They loved a song they heard Ronnie's band play called Bugler Holiday. They would practice it and other tunes in their school's boys' restroom because they loved the echo acoustics. The Spinatas would play for local church school dances and at the YMCA. Students would pay 45 cents to get in and they would play under the supervision of chaperones the latest hot tunes. Stevie Wonders, Uptight, Everything's Alright, Aretha's, Respect, James Brown, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. They would mimic Charlie's older brother Ronnie's band. They would watch them rehearse then go to their studio, the boys' restroom, and practice until they got it down. When they got into high school, they began playing a club called a Blue Monday. This club was a full-on, after-hours adult club with all the hardcore trappings, which became quite a fast-track education for these young musicians. As Charlie's bandmates began going off one of their separate ways, older brother Ronnie came to Charlie with an idea. He said, Charlie, you're joining my band, The Creative Sound. And he said, you don't have a choice. Now, later, they renamed their group the Greenwood Archer and Pine Band. The printer who was making their coming show poster realized he couldn't get the entire band's name onto the poster. So they shortened the Wilson Brothers Band's name to the acronym, the GAP Band. They thought Gap Band sounded good and it stuck. By then, their baby brother, who was a masterful bass player, Robert, had joined the band. Their mother continued to warn them about playing the secular music while her warnings meant something to her sons. The music meant 
Grant Moore. In his autobiography, I Am Charlie Wilson, Charlie reveals a couple of great Leon Russell stories. He also talks about his time recording and spending time at the church recording studio. One weekend late night, the Wilson brothers were playing in a small Tulsa after-hours club. The Wilsons recognized a familiar Tulsa music maker along with an entourage come tumbling into the club. Leon Russell was leading a partying group who settled in toward the rear of the club. The following weekend, again, they recognized Leon Russell coming into the club. Leon, who was more focused on the band's performance. After the evening set, about 5 a.m., Leon's friend Buddy Jones came backstage to tell them Leon Russell would like to talk to you. To which they immediately said yes. Leon got right to the point. He said last week he couldn't really pay attention but he was drawn back to see if what he had seen the previous week was really real. He asked if they would be interested to join him at Shelter Records in Tulsa providing horns and backup vocals on his next recording project at his Tulsa church recording studio. The album would be called Stop All that jazz, to which they immediately agreed. This was 1974, and Stop All That Jazz would be Leon's ninth solo album effort and his eighth for his label, Shelter Record. Subsequently, Leon signed the Gap Band and assigned his best friend, Buddy Jones, to work with them. Buddy would later become the Gap Band's manager, at least for a while. While the band was working on both Leon's and their own debut album called Magician's Holiday, which did not receive much notoriety, touring with Leon did gain them attention. Charlie said they went from playing clubs where maybe 150 were in attendance to playing in front of a stadium filled with 50,000 screaming fans. Now, according to his book, Charlie convinced Buddy into letting him drive Leon's Rolls Royce all around downtown Tulsa, without Leon's knowledge, of course. Stay on the south side, Buddy said, as he handed Charlie the keys. Charlie said there wasn't a friend or foe on the north side who didn't see him driving that amazing car. That is, until a rod went through the oil pan. He said he felt stupid just sitting there behind the wheel with it pulled over to the side of the road with oil spewing out from underneath the Rolls Royce. He said he felt the same way when he saw it being towed off by the wrecker and him standing on the side of the road just watching it. He had to call Leon and tell him what happened, to which he and Buddy got into serious trouble with him, but they got past it. Charlie loved spending time at the church studio. He said you could never be sure who might just drop in. He said one particular day, Eric Clapton, Ringo Starr, and George Harrison were there. Charlie said it was all he could do to keep from screaming, there are two Beatles in this room. The Gap Band's relationship with Leon and Buddy and Tulsa fell into disrepair and they headed out for Los Angeles, finding tough times, finally some success, and also finding unscrupulous management. Even with these tough times, Billboard listed them in the top 50 R&B bands of all time. Their song, I Dropped a Bomb on You, is still played at Oklahoma State University's baseball field every time an OSU cowboy drives a ball over the outfield fence. In 1979, the band found success with their songs I'm In Love and Shake. Shake would become a top 10 
R&B hit in 1979. In 1992, Charlie went on to a solo career, in addition to adding vocals, which he still does today, for R&B's and rap's biggest hit makers. In 2005, the Gap Band was honored as BMI Icon at the 57th BMI Urban Awards. Their song, named Outstanding, remains today as one of the most sampled songs in history and has been used by over 150 artists. To learn more of the ups and downs of the Gap Band and Charlie Wilson, let me recommend to you Charlie Wilson's autobiography named I Am Charlie Wilson. It's a can't-put-it-down musical roller coaster read. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Please share us with your friends and let them know we can be heard on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and directly on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com, just by clicking on the podcast page. We're also available on our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Be sure to like, join, and share our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Hey, thanks for listening.